The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. Imagine, if you can, something like an alpine ski lift mounted on great steel pylons planted in Douglas Harbour somewhere between the Victoria Pier and the Edward Pier designed to convey its passengers up to the top of Douglas Head and the start of the Marine Drive. It is inconceivable in the Isle of Man of today. But just over half a century ago, it was, because the island still had thousands of happy holidaymakers over every summer, and this so-called chairlift would have been for their benefit. In the event, it stirred up a huge political and public controversy. The man whose idea it was was one of the most colourful, imaginative and persuasive MHKs of his time, Harold Colburn, member for Castletown, and the man who founded the Douglas Home Entertainment's retail group, which still bears his name. Coley, as he was known to one and all, was a great ideas man, a visionary, and also a great salesman. His idea was that the chairlift would carry up to 200,000 people a year to the top of Douglas Head, at a cost of two shillings each, and it would make a nice profit. The cost of building it would be, he said, £25,000, and it would be a big boost for the visiting industry. He laid his idea before Tinwald in January 1963, and it was approved by a good majority of 21 votes to 7, which meant it would be included in the government's capital spending programme when the Manx budget was laid before the court in May. It was seen as something which would strengthen the island as one of Britain's leading seaside resorts. Mind you, there was the question of what thousands of holidaymakers would do with themselves once the chairlift had dropped them up on top of Douglas Head. But once again, Coley was ready for this. The Marine Drive had been closed during the Second World War and became derelict, but by 1963 it had been reopened for motorised and pedestrian traffic. Coley said this would enable people to get to Port Sodrick where he had a plan for establishing a Disney-style entertainment centre. <laughs> Members of Tinwald continued to be supportive, and it also caught the imagination of the bank's public, well, some of them. It also caught the attention of newspapers, television and radio across the water. Unfortunately, for the visual media, there were no plans or artists' impressions of the chairlift available to them. But as I've said, there was growing public opposition. Women's organisations got up a protest petition against it. Why only women, apparently, I don't know. And this was laid before Tinwald with a demand that the scheme should be abandoned. Yet again, however, the court supported Coley. The chairlift was by now more talked about than anything else the Manx government might be thinking about in the way of tourism development. And it was in the forefront of people's thinking. But its time was running out. The crunch came when the 1963 budget was laid before Tinwell in May. Right at the end of a marathon three-day debate, it was suddenly decided to cut the chairlift out of the government's capital expenditure estimates. And that was that. It was never mentioned again, even by the redoubtable Mr. Harold Colburn, MHK. But he always had other fish to fry. One of them was the launching of Manx Radio, and at least that is <laughs> now up here on top of Douglas Head.